have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we are going to be discussing The Golden Bachelor. So I know this is a little late, but we're going to get back on track. Uh, I should hopefully have the two episodes for F-Boy Island to you um, by the end of the week, I'm hoping to also have another episode of Selling Sunset to you guys by at least Friday, if not Saturday, um, so that we can get that finished up before the end of November. And the 90 Day OG episode, you will probably not have in your hands until maybe Friday and toe. Hopefully I can get that to you by either Friday or Saturday. And then family Chantel, you will have next week as we've been doing. (laughs) So that's kind of the plan with everything. You should have like married at first sight somewhat on time. We should have below deck. I know that's already been, that's already aired. I'm recording on a Tuesday that uh, I should have to you hopefully if I say Thursday, Friday, that's the plan full disclosure. Um, Friday might be a little more up in the air just because I do have, uh, something happening personally and family. So I may not be able to have that to you Friday, but we're going to (laughs) try. So there's kind of that. And, uh, what else? Announcements. We'll quickly just run through again. We will be on a break from December 7th or any new episodes from December 7th until, uh, the new year, January 7th ish is when we will be kind of getting back on track. Um, we will be covering as much as we can before that time. I've gone through the list of shows that you can expect to receive. You can check out, um, the 90 day OG episode, I believe from last week has pretty much everything. I actually should do a little shout out to the universe <laughs> on social media. So I will do that too. 
So you can reference um, that as well to know what you can expect to have. This is kind of, we'll see where we're at basis with all the shows, but we will do a quick little recap of all of the shows that we won't be covering during that break. So we'll talk about Sister Rise's ending um, afterwards. We'll have two more episodes after I'm on break. We'll cover those. We'll do a quick little rundown of what has happened with 90 Day OG, because that most likely will be going. So going on 90 Day Toe, same idea. That should actually be ending by the end of the year as well. I think we're getting towards the end here with with, with Toe. So, because everybody's falling apart. So, yeah. So we should be able to have a little discussion on what happened with that as well. We'll do that. Family Chantel, same thing. We'll do a little kind of recap thing. I probably will still continue recording in the background for certain shows. Um, and you'll kind of get just a blast of stuff when we come back. That's the plan. So yeah, I think that's kind of it that I can report on. Um, yeah, Merida first sight, depending on what happens there, you might get a little something during the break as well. But it really just depends on what's happening with Merida first sight because, you know, just depends on the day. We never know what we're going to get. And yeah, Golden Bachelor will be done before the break. So that will be covered. And it's basically it. So yeah, if you want the full thing, definitely check out the OG, United OG episode from last week has pretty much everything there, as well as I will include kind of everything you need to know on social media. This just in, as I literally wrapped up recording The Golden Bachelor, I got an interesting little tidbit from Ava, actually. On this just in, we have a love is blind baby. And guess who the couple is? It's Zach and Bliss. Oh my gosh. Congratulations to the new couple. Uh, the well, not new couple, but the couple on their new new baby to be. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for them. I am gonna post pictures from People Magazine that they did their baby announcement. They I'm just whoa. I had to come in, literally have my mic still plugged in and I'm like, oh my God. So yeah, that's basically that. I'm so happy for them. And I feel like this is our first Love is Blind baby actually, is Zach and Bliss. We don't include Ultimatum because that's totally different situation. That was, that was weird. But um, yeah, I think that's our first Love is Blind baby. Yay. Vanessa got her wish, y'all. Anyways, (laughs) but that's it. And, uh, yeah, you're getting this before the Golden Bachelor recap, but, uh, just thought I would sneak in and tell you that. So let's go back to the Golden Bachelor. (laughs) 
The Golden Bachelor season one episode. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Seven? I think. Anyways. After the, the women tell all, that's the episode we're now on. Um, so it is the overnight dates, the fantasy suites. So we are in Costa Rica. Finally, we can get out of the States for a second. He mentions actually here that he retired at 55. What luck do you have to have to retire at 55? I think about that and that's like 20-ish years away from me. I'm thinking I'm still going to be working in 20 years. But yeah, so then we have a little sit down with Jesse. And he says, you know, I think people kind of wonder whether or not people my age still knock boots. And then he says to Jesse, listen, Jesse, I mean, do you ever notice when you're over at your parents' house and they kind of have a little hop in their step? And Jesse's like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, TMI, TMI, abort, abort. Like he doesn't want anything to do with this conversation. But he does say, you you know, in all seriousness, this time is to really advance in your relationship. Obviously, um, the physical intimacy is important as well, you know. So, you know, he's just saying, you're just trying to pull Jesse's arm a little bit. Um, so then Jesse does ask him, like, do you see like a future with these women? And Gary does say that he does see a future with Leslie. And he also acknowledges too that he has been kind of holding back with Teresa. So it is interesting to see that he acknowledges he's holding back with her and him not really understanding why he's holding back with her. But to me, it's clear that he is hesitating with her. Obviously, I think that's clear to everybody. He is very hesitant with her. And why is that? But, then and then you know jesse basically just kind of says like so you know are you you know you plan into like you know have sex (laughs) he can't get it out basically and gary says you know it's been a while since he's had sex so who knows you never know but Anyway, then I wrote in caps, sloths. So then moving on. Um, I love sloths. I actually have a sloth calendar currently that I only get one more month with after this month. So, uh uh-huh, that's me. So first, Leslie has her date. So they're going to be rappelling off a cliff that is about 170 feet high. And I said, nope the fuck not i don't think so Mm-mm, not me not i no thanks <laughs> and before we actually get to the repelling off a fucking cliff leslie does make the comment about the fact that they found shoes that fit him so it's clearly this kind of innuendo of you got big feet which means you know but big feet means so yeah so then Leslie, we're at the 
about to repel off a cliff situation. And she says, like, I'm scared. I haven't done anything like this. She also does say, I gave birth three times, so I should be able to do this. I, I, I haven't given birth myself, and I also haven't repelled off a cliff. But I feel like if I were to choose the two, I will take pain. I will do it fucking naturally too. I will take birthing three children, maybe even at the same time, over repelling off a fucking cliff. Because maybe I have a better chance of surviving childbirth than I do of repelling off of this cliff. You know? So, I don't know. But they're doing it. They're repelling off this cliff. And there is mention that the rocks are slippery. Great. And the waterfall, I said, is just really pelting at them. It's really insane. Not cool. Not for me. But she says that she feels safe with Gary. Listen to me. Listen to me clear. I don't care who the fuck is around me while I'm repelling off a cliff. You can't save me if my rope breaks and I hit one of those slippery rocks down on the way, you know, to my death. I'm just saying. Maybe that's just me. But I feel like that's also anyone who's listening. So, yeah. Anyway. But they did it. They got to the bottom safely. Yay. So now it's dinner time. And he mentions to her that you haven't really asked me any of the hard questions in a while. And I'm wondering if maybe you're just taking it easy on me. Maybe it's a lack of of interest or something. So she's like, okay, well then I'm going to ask you this. Um, when's the last time you had sex? Okay. So there's hard questions and then there's hard questions. And I don't think he meant hard. I think he just meant like hard questions. You know, those questions that make you need to wonder, is this going to work? You know, not whether or not is it gonna work if you get what I mean so huh and he laughs and he says well let me let me clarify are you asking if I've had since last time I had sex alone or with somebody (laughs) and she says no with someone obviously and he says well it's been a while For her, it's been a year, so we're not too sure exactly how long is a while, if it's been since his wife's passing, if it's been since then, we really don't, we really don't know. So, yeah. Um, so then he says, okay, I'm going to ask you a more practical question, and that is like, how would life look um, in terms of like, where would we live? She does say to him that she can't really see herself leaving Minneapolis permanently. It's her, it's her home. Her kids are there and she can't really see herself not living there forever. And she does say though, at the end of the day, I love him. 
and she wants to be with him. So they kind of have to figure out some sort of compromise for that. But she does say, I think we'll work it out. And he agrees. They'll figure out a way. He says, whatever happens, wherever they kind of end up, wherever they decide, they will be committed to each other until death do us part. And she gets very emotional at this because she's like, I've never really had that feeling of this is it till death do us part. Even though I believe she's been married before, she says she's never felt that before. And I can get, I can totally understand that as a divorced person, I really feel like even though the vows are till death do us part, I could say, yes, ultimately you want that to be the case, but you know, maybe there are conditions and that's not how it should be. It it should be unconditional, but you know, sometimes it's conditional. And then when you're especially dealing with something where you're like, I'm unsure, I'm unsure of myself. I don't know how much someone really does want me because they always leave me or whatever the case may be. And it's so much harder to just let yourself go. She gets very emotional at this. And she says it's a very foreign concept for her. And she does want that though. At the end of the day, she does want that. And she feels that thing inside of her that makes her want to sabotage this relationship. And again, it's that fear of let me hurt you before you hurt me because I've been hurt so much already by by people in my past that why wouldn't you be any different? But she says that she doesn't want to sabotage this relationship. She wants this relationship. So I don't know what's going to happen if he doesn't pick her, honestly. (laughs) I'm a little nervous. But yeah. So then they get the overnight day card, right? And that day card reads, Gary and Leslie. I hope you two had an incredible day exploring the steamy jungles and romantic waterfalls of Costa Rica. You mean the cliff they repelled off, Jesse? <sighs> Anyways, let's continue reading the date card or the overnight card. Should you choose to forego your individual rooms, please use this key to stay as a couple in the fantasy suite, Jesse. So obviously she chooses to, you know, stay overnight with him. And they get to the room and he kind of mentions here, we've heard this already from uh, Brandan's mom and, uh, and, and Toad, just, I think it was last week actually, um, that, you know, Trista told him something, gave him a little bit of advice and said, you know, don't choose the person you can't, what was the thing again? God, don't choose the person you can live with, but choose the person you can't live without. And then he says to her, I think you're the one. <gasps> oh, 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 Gary, you're going all ahead. The literally producers in the background are like, no, no, save that for the end. Don't, no, stop it. We need, we need the shot. 
this isn't the shot. And then basically, you know, they go and they make out and we excuse ourselves from the room to love them, have their moment. Um, but then we hear from Gary, it's hot in here. I gotta go check out the thermostat. It's at 80. And then he's like, what do you like it at? Like 70? And Leslie says, what about 69? Oh, damn girl. (laughs) You know, 69 is a good number. It is definitely a good number. I will say, and literally for no sexual purpose, (laughs) we leave our house at 69 too. It's a good number for all things, you know? comfortability in your home in terms of temperature, sex position. I mean, come on. 69 is a good number. Anyway. So it's the next morning and we see the thermostat is for sure set at 69. They didn't sleep much, but we don't get any explanation. Gary's going to tell us why in a second. But we do kind of see that they fell asleep at like three in the morning They were talking all night. And he does say, you know, people want to know what happens in these fantasy suites. And you know what? I'm going to say, it's none of your fucking business. That's why we're not going to know exactly what happened. And that's okay. I agree with him. It really is truly none of our fucking business what happened in that room. But I want to know. (laughs) We never really truly know. The only person we really knew, from my memory, whether or not they had sex. Like, confirmed was Hannah Brown and Caitlin Bistro as well. But we knew she was having sex even before the fantasy suites. Like, fire anybody? I remember that. So, yeah. But that's basically it. He's now leaving and he's going to be getting ready for his next date. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner, or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection or even just something to make it a little more fun like games or novelty things you can do all of this by going to love shop and you can use our unique coupon code reality t2 to get 10 percent on anything your hearts desire so that's loveshop.ca l-o-v-e-s H-O-P dot C-A and use our unique coupon code REALITY2 that's R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A and the number 2. So now we're at Teresa's date and he says let's go for a walk and then we see horsies so they're going to go horseback ride. And he says, you know, he is excited for this date, but he is still thinking about Leslie. And like a fucking dog, I wrote sloth. Except they usually say squirrels, but there's another sloth, so. 
Anyways, so we're back with the horses and we're definitely not horseback riding. And we do notice here that Gary is very quiet. And they're not talking much at all. Teresa is definitely picking up on this, that he is very quiet. And she does say, you know, he's going through a lot this week. It's a big week, but this is a big day for me. And I really hope that he can focus on us. So she does ask him at one point whether or not he is okay, but y'all, he doesn't answer her. Now, I don't know if maybe his hearing aid wasn't turned up loud enough so he couldn't hear her or if he's so zoned out that he is just ignoring her. Not on purpose, but he's just not there with her in the moment. Which is, uh, yeah, he's definitely struggling with comp- compartmentalizing. He does say that. So then they sit and they're talking on a bench. And she tells him that she loves him again. But I noticed, yet again, he doesn't say it back to her. What the fuck? Hold on to that. But he says that he, in the, not to her, but he says in, his, in the moment that he doesn't want to say or do anything that's going to hurt Teresa. Pardon? But all he can think in this moment while he's with Teresa is, what is Leslie doing right now? Wow. Listen, I love Gary. We all know this already. But, and I don't particularly like Teresa. I don't particularly, I don't hate Leslie. I do like Leslie, but I'm still bitter that he didn't pick Faith. So, and I'm so bitter that he never went back for Joan. So, you know, anyways. Um, but I'm thinking in this moment, Gary, you're supposed to be on this date with Teresa, but you're thinking about another woman. In any normal situation, if a man was thinking about another woman while he is with you, you're going to say, the fuck, get out, get out, be gone. I don't want you because you can't even focus on me. You're focusing on this other, other other woman who may or may not should be involved. And I'm not about it. Really. It's just like, let's think of this for all my sister wives listeners. If Cody is with Christine, but he's thinking about Robin, we're going to have problems. Oh, spoiler alert. We did. All his wives left him except for Robin. See? Point taken. Anyways. So, that's definitely a problem. So, now it's dinner time. And he wonders if he has kind of, if he's kind of like checked out of the relationship with Teresa or not. He's not really giving it 100% as he really should be. But he does say that he has to be open-minded with Teresa, very similarly to how he was with Leslie. He needs to weigh his options. He's able to weigh his options in in a way where he isn't going to get shit on. You know what I mean? So let's weigh the options. And he doesn't know um, what she does for a living. And I thought that very interesting. I'm thinking to myself, okay, you guys have been now in each other's lives for about nine weeks, eight to nine weeks, and you don't know what she does for a living. He doesn't know anything about what she does for a living. And I thought that very interesting. So I'm thinking to myself, 
You guys haven't had this conversation. You don't even know the bit. Never in the history of the show, from my memory, if a person comes this far that they don't know what they do for a living. Now, I don't know if that is on Gary, if that is on Teresa or both. I don't know. But it's like, okay, does he, he knew what Faith did. He knows what Leslie did or does or whatever. He know, he seems to know this with the other women he's had. How are you at your bottom two about to propose to one of these women and don't know what she does for a living? Anyway, short story. She was a homemaker. Then she started trading. She became a day trader. And then from that, she ended up becoming working in securities or something. And she still is working in securities currently. That's basically it. So he says, like, I feel like I'm in the presence of someone who actually has their shit together. My God, I hope at 70 something one has their shit together. If I'm if I'm to be told that maybe in the next 40 years I might not have my shit together, fuck. <laughs> like, goddamn. No. But then we kind of start talking about, you know, fate on her part and her choosing not to date anymore. She kind of goes into this thing of she did a lot of dating because she's been she's been widowed now for nine years and she's dated and whatever and it all work out. And she thinks, oh, maybe it didn't work out because I was supposed to be here. I was supposed to meet you. So there's that uh, whatever. And she basically then says that she herself has not been uh, sexually with anyone Uh, for about nine years. So the length of time that her husband has been gone. And they both talk about the fact that they both talk to their deceased significant others. So he talks to Tony. She talks to Billy is her husband's name. They talk to them just to kind of, you know, talk about the process and where they're at and how they maybe feel they kind of do that on a daily basis, which I think is very sweet. And then the overnight card comes out. And that reads as follows. Gary and Teresa. From that magical first dance in LA, you mean the one where he couldn't even get there safely because his headlights weren't working? Let's continue. The... Uh, to exploring the Costa Rican countryside, you two made beautiful memories together. Should you choose to forego your individual rooms, please use this key to stay as a couple in the fantasy suite, Jesse. So she hands Gary the key and says 100% yes, I want to do this. So he says yes too. And yeah. So it was pretty quick. We go into the room, they go in, onto the bed, and they kind of start making out, and we excuse ourselves to give them privacy that they so choose to have. It's now the next day, and I wrote sloth again. I just promise, guys, that is the last sloth until the next episode. Um, He feels like it's the first day of the rest of his life. Whoa. See, this is the thing. I don't know how to feel where I feel like he's going to go with his decision because one minute he says to 
is with Leslie, he says, like, you're the one. And then with Teresa, he says this. So it's just like, I don't know which way this guy's going to go. It's making me nervous, though. Because I know which way I want him to go, preferably. But I don't know <laughs> which way he's going to go. Um, He then says whatever doubts he had about Teresa basically faded away within, like, the first hour, hour and a half. She says that... I'm crazy about you. And then he says, you know how I feel about you. And apparently he told her the night before that he loves her. So now she's on the same page as Leslie is. Um, so then they're still kind of making out. And he says, all right, we got grandkids. Uh, we can't do nothing too crazy. What did you guys do last night? <laughs> Um, but now he's leaving. And that's that. Then we're just with him. And we're kind of hearing his thoughts. And he says that um, we has the situation is as as this. He's both told he's told both women that he loves them. He's told both women or he sees that he ha- can have a life with both of these women. But each person is is different in their own way. Obviously, Leslie's a little more adventurous, whereas Teresa's kind of experienced the experiences that he has in terms of losing a, a, a significant other um, in that way. And he, he does then say he believes he might have made his decision. And that is it for The Golden Bachelor for this week. What's the decision? <laughs> but then we get a coming up on for next week. And um, we see Gary is crying. We see that infamous scene we've been seeing throughout the entire season. Uh, we are going to be meeting his family. And someone is described by, I think it's his daughter, is described as feeling like they are all in. But his daughter doesn't maybe quite think that that could potentially be the case and we will have our we will know what happens and i guess we will have um and after the rose as well um probably very similar to how we had it with the women tell all we're gonna have a similar situation with the final episode but that's it for the golden bachelor for this week i i think Again, I keep saying that I, out of the two women that he has, he's left here. I hope he picks Leslie over Teresa. Teresa has always kind of bugged me in a way. And it just kind of got a little more solidified after the whole situation with Kathy. And I um, I don't really want him picking her. But again, I don't know who he's going to pick. I felt like I did know coming into this, but... Now I'm confused. So uh, that's it, though. Hopefully we get a decision as to who our Golden Bachelorette would be if we're getting a Golden Bachelorette. Hopefully we do. I feel like this show did really, really well. And I think this this show really got this show back on the map. I feel like people who haven't watched Bachelor, Bachelorette ever or hasn't watched it in a really long time – really got into this show 
Um, so I feel like this will continue on for a while and I hope it does. I, I think they really needed a revamp. I've, I've been complaining about the needing a revamp. I know Kim of Cray Cray has been complaining that they need a revamp for quite some time. And I think although follows the same structure and follows the same, um, the same timeline as the other shows do, excluding Bachelor in Paradise, this was the revamp we needed. That's how I feel. So I think the show will continue on and I hope so. So who do we think could be the next uh, Bachelorette, Golden Bachelorette? I personally think out of what we saw from the tell-all that I can see it being Faith. But I can also see it being these other two women. It could either be Ellen or, you know, I don't know, maybe it could be Joe. Maybe she's in the running. So I think what I'll do is I might do a poll. I can do a poll on, I know there's something I could do a poll on Twitter. I think I could do it on Twitter easily enough. So I'm going to do a poll on Twitter, see if I can do a poll on Reddit. Um, I'll, I'll announce it. I'll also post it. So I can post that on like Facebook, Instagram or something. Uh, and join in on the conversation. Who do you think could be the next Golden Bachelorette? Do you think it could be Ellen, Faith, or Joan? We're not going to do a poll on who we think is going to pick. I'm not doing that. But let's see who we think could be the next Golden Bachelor Bachelorette. So I will do that poll. We'll have about a week or so before um, I'll probably do it, say, Thursday-ish, Wednesday, Thursday, recording on a Tuesday, like I said before. And let's see where we think we could be. I think I also do it on YouTube. I'm just talking out loud now. But that's what I'm going to do. See what you guys all think could be, who could be our Golden Bachelorette. But that is it for this episode of Golden Bachelor. So if you like what you heard, please rate review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, and you can rate a review on either Apple podcasts or Spotify. And I have a new thing that I want to start trying. And that is that every four or five star review that we get, I'll read it on the podcast. So if you want to hear your review on the podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're able to rate and review. Um, And if you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to Reality Tea Times 2 on Facebook, Reality Tea Times 2 Podcast on Instagram or Threads. Reality Tea Times 2 Pod on Twitter. You can also find us on Reddit at Reality Tea Times 2 Pod. And uh, you can also email us at Reality Tea Times 2 at hotmail.com. And don't forget, you can find us on YouTube at Reality Tea Times 2. You can also subscribe, like, comment on there as well. We greatly appreciate that. 
And don't forget that I do have another podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of different things. Um, we currently have, you know, this number can definitely change, but we currently have about eight episodes. Um, roughly, we've talked about all kinds of different things. We have a lot of fun over there. So please go take a listen to us over at Next Take Podcast, which you can find us at on YouTube at Next Take Podcast. You can also find us on our website, solo.to forward slash Next Take Podcast. And don't forget, we have a website and that is at solo.to forward slash reality tea times two. And we also have a discord and I believe that's reality tea times two as well. So you can find us there. Um, but that's basically it. That's all the stuff. Of course, everything here will that I've just listed will be in our show notes, all discount codes. Um, Special links to everything that we put in our ads are also in our show notes. And yeah, that's basically it, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Aludu, you can create clips, you can do your ads, thus like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of buttons. You can also use Aludu to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Aludu by using our unique link, which you can find our show notes just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software.